0: The Dallas Cowboys got a blowout win against the Colts on Sunday Night Football. We break it all down here on the Locked On Cowboys podcast. You are Locked On Cowboys, your locked daily Dallas Cowboys on. podcast. Part of the Locked
1: On Podcast locked Network, your on. team every locked day. On.
0: Locked On. Locked On. Locked On Cowboys. Locked on Cowboys. Welcome back to the Locked on Cowboys podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Thank you for tuning in. We want to make it. Thank you for making us your first listen of the day. Uh, today's episode is presented by Prize Picks. Prize Picks is daily fantasy made easy. Pick two to five players, and if they score more or less than their prize pick projection, <laughs> you can win up to ten times your money on any entry. First time users can receive a one hundred percent instant deposit match. Up to one hundred dollars with promo code locked on. That is prizepicks.com. Promo code locked on. I am Marcus Mosier. You can follow me on Twitter at Marcus underscore Mosier. He is Landon McCool. Check him out on Twitter at McCoolBCB Landon, The Cowboys got a win barely. No, that's not true. They absolutely no. dominated the Colts <clears> <throat> on Sunday night football. But I will say this game was way closer than what the final score indicated.
1: I mean, yeah, I mean, it it would almost have to be, right? Uh, Like, you know, the Cowboys go into the fourth quarter, I think, uh, uh, winning 21 to 19. Yeah. uh, And then score the most points they've ever scored in a single quarter in the fourth quarter at 33. And actually just one short of the NFL record, I just heard, too. um, And and absolutely just boat race the Colts in the fourth quarter to, to kind of make it a decisive win. Uh, yeah, so I would say it definitely was a lot closer game than it. Se- it certainly seemed like uh, at the end of the game, it, it, it felt it felt nail biting at times all the way up through the third quarter. All right,
0: so we're going to break this down on both sides of the ball, the offense and defense. But <clears throat> big picture, the Cowboys improved to nine and three. By the way, if you didn't see the game, the final score was what fifty four to nineteen, mm-hmm. I believe something like that. Who even stopped? We kind of stopped counting after a while. But what does this win mean for the Cowboys going forward? To finish out their season,
1: well, I mean, it's it, it's just another you know uh, trap game avoided. I mean, they they look they, they need to stack wins at this point. I mean, I, they're going to have some of these games where they just need to try to continue to keep pace with the Eagles. Um, you know, honestly, they just need an opportunity for the Eagles to drop one of these games to get one game caught up on them. And if they if they can find a way to beat the eagles and force a tie then they're back in the the nfc east uh championship race because yep. of the eagles lost to the 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 uh, commanders. so um i think that you know this is just uh, for this for the cowboys you know this is a uh a, uh a, a, what do they call it a, a a non uh uh common opponent you know yeah, this is uh, not a, it's that...
0: a non-conference opponent that you don't play very often right yeah
1: so so it's it's it this is definitely you know and and Despite, you know, having not a great record, you know, as you saw, I mean, even against the Eagles, um, uh, this this is a team that will play you tough for a while because they can play defense and they can, mm-hmm. you know, sometimes seemingly run the football um, and and <clears throat> Matt Ryan still has a couple t- uh, tricks to pull out of his sleeve. So. Uh, it, it was it was a game that felt very, very close for for a vast majority. And we kind of talked about how that was a possibility that the Cowboys would be playing in a close game and then uh, at the end of the game, the kind of t- uh, gravity of their talent would win out. And, and that you know largely is what seemingly happened. It does bum me out that we probably won't get to
0: play Matt Ryan ever again. The Cowboys have had a lot of success against yeah. Matt Ryan. Lena, did you know that in the last three games against Matt Ryan, the Cowboys have scored a combined 137 points?
1: Yeah, I, I heard it was something ridiculous like that. I mean, it's it's Matt Ryan's defense, whatever it may be, uh, is really not good against the Cowboys no. offense. Uh, just big picture. I,
0: you had to win this game. You're at home. You had a significant rest advantage, whatever. What this game does show you, though, is like I was actually telling my brother, I think the Cowboys played like a C-minus game in the first half. And I actually, I think you could even say it was worse than that, right? Maybe and you still win by 30-something points, right? That's what this team can do to you. And we talked about this last year, where because the Cowboys did the same exact thing, where you can be really close to them, and all of a sudden you look away for 15 minutes, and the game is completely over. I compared this Cowboys team to like the Golden State Warriors when they were at their peak, where they just get hot for eight minutes, and all of a sudden a close game goes to a blowout. They're showing this again that, when things are going right, they can go really, really right for this Cowboys team.
1: Yeah, and that's you know honestly, it's it's gotten to the point now where I'm kind of not even worried. Uh, you know, in the third quarter when the is real close, it still feels like okay, they're going to bust this open at some point, and and maybe that day will come when the, when that doesn't happen. You know, and they or if this, if they don't find well, the Packers game. So,
0: I mean, they were they were kind of up by well, they were up by two touchdowns, and instead of putting that game away, they let. They hang around a little bit longer than they should have. And they lost.
1: Yeah. So, I mean, it certainly is uh, not the best way to, to win these games necessarily, but at the same time, I'm, I, I think I also heard a way in here from uh, a friend of the show, Danny Houston, the Cowboys took over the lead and, and point differential uh, with this game. So they're, they're obviously doing something right. And, 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 yep. Uh, the defense really, uh, you know, once the Cowboys' offense started to kind of creep creep away a little bit, and and, and the the point differential between the two became more than a score, um, then it, it it became tough because the the as time started to tick away, the Colts had to throw the football, and and despite mm-hmm. the fact that the Cowboys, I don't think, I mean, they may have only had like one or two sacks. Uh, the pressure was really getting to Matt Ryan, and that was a huge component as to why they were he threw all those interceptions. I'm glad that you brought up the
0: defense because we usually talk about the offense first before we get to the defense. But I want to start with the defense uh, today. But before we do that, we want to let you know that this podcast is sponsored by Total Wine & More. This holiday season, find what you love at Total Wine & More. With so many great bottles to choose from, it's easy to find a new favorite single-barrel bourbon or the perfect gifts for everyone on your list with some help from a friendly guide. And all with the confidence of knowing you found something special for the absolute lowest price. You'll absolutely love what you find only at Total Wine and More. Curbside pickup and delivery available in most areas. Visit TotalWine.com to learn more. Spirits not sold in Virginia and North Carolina. Drink responsibly. B21. We also want to let you know that this podcast is sponsored by price Picks. Prize picks, it's daily fantasy made easy. All you have to do is pick two to five players, and if they score more or less than the prize pick projection, you can win up to 10 times your money on any entry. No competing against other people. It's just you versus the projections available. Prize picks offers projections on any sport that you watch. This includes NFL, NBA, MLB, NHL, PGA, college football, men's college basketball, women's college basketball, soccer, WNBA, esports, NASCAR, tennis. MMA, boxing, disc golf, Euro basketball, cricket, and more entries can be made in 60 seconds or less. It is that easy. They are currently operational in 30 states and over 30 states, excuse me, and in Canada. Download the Prize Pick app or go to PricePicks.com to sign up and play daily fantasy sports. First time users can receive a 100% instant deposit match up to $100 with promo code locked On. If you deposit 100, Prize Picks will give you 100. If you deposit 50, price Picks will give you 50. Don't forget to enter promo code Locked On it. Sign up for an instant deposit match up to one hundred dollars. All right, Landon, let's talk about the Cowboys' defense. It was shaky here for a little bit in this game. Uh, the Colts had a seventy-nine yard touchdown drive. They had a ninety-yard touchdown drive in this game. But there was a couple huge plays in this game, starting with our guy Malik Hooker. Which yeah. I don't want to pat ourselves on the back here, Landon, but we ourselves. Yeah, pat- on that. yeah,
1: absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> when we call it, we uh, we we get the credit, right? Yeah, um, yeah. And he clearly, you know, showed up in, in a game that uh, maybe maybe meant a lot to him. I mean, I think, uh, you know, I never really got a feel for exactly how he felt about Indianapolis when he left, or you know, exactly what the relationship was like. But I mean, clearly by the results in the game, it, it seemed like maybe he was, uh, uh, you know, kind of exercising some demons there. Uh, a huge interception, another uh, pass deflection, I think, in the end zone. I'm, I'm not sure if he actually got the deflection or not, but, I mean, I certainly was contributing to a, a, an incompletion there, and then obviously the uh, the fumble recovery for the touchdown. Yep. Um, just, you know, the, his performances and, and Deron Bland, I mean, just really uh, just are kind of like the two – really shining stars. And then, I mean, honestly, I think uh, Donovan Wilson as well. You have to kind of throw yes. him in there, even though he didn't have an interception, he had a sack and he had, was making plays all over the field. I just, I think, the safeties in general curse had a, had a forced fumble that I think got overturned, but I mean, he he looked like he was playing fantastic. The defensive back should have had another so reception. The, the secondary, I thought overall played. Okay. Pretty decently. I mean, uh, we can talk about Anthony Brown and, yep. and uh, we can have a whole section about <laughs> Joseph and Anthony Brown. Cause that's going to be a whole conversation that will be ongoing. But I, I thought for the most part, the secondary really played well. Um, and, and then the defensive line, you know, <laughs> it didn't feel like that they were getting a ton of pressure early. No, they weren't um, winning
0: one-on-one matchups for sure.
1: Yeah. And so it felt like that started to come on a little bit more as the game went on. And as the, you know, the kind of score started to go the way the Cowboys and, and forced them to, you know, throw the football forced the Colts to throw the football a little bit more. Um, but I, I think that, you know, overall a couple of big plays you saw down the field. Brown gave up some stuff to Pierce. I mean, that guy, that guy Pierce is going to be a good player. I think in this league, once he kind of continues to develop, but um, I think outside of that, you know, they were able to uh, play pretty well. Uh, yep. you know, giving up some 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 uh, some big plays there, and then you know maybe one or two more big plays than you would like to with Jonathan Taylor. Um, but but I think overall, you know, that that kind of success, though it was good, was not great enough to kind of keep up with what the Cowboys were going to be able to do on offense, yep. and, and ultimately it doomed them because it killed a lot of the time off the
0: clock. If the Cowboys want to reach the, the their goals that they set. At the be- beginning of the season, which is winning your division and getting to the championship round of the playoffs, getting to the Super Bowl, they're going to need players other than their three stars, Micah Parsons, Demarcus Lawrence, and Tervon Diggs, to consistently make plays Yeah, and in this game. You saw Jaron Curse make a bunch of plays as you mentioned. Donovan Wilson was all over the field. Malik Hooker made two splat, big pl- splash plays. Damone Clark had a, a force fumble. Those are going to be the, yeah, those are going to be the guys that help take this defense to the next level and help you get stops against the 49ers and the Eagles and the Bucks. Like it's encouraging to see other players make plays here
1: yeah i mean again like we we we've talked about it from the beginning and this has always been the thing right is that the whole idea is to continue to get some of your young players snaps so that they can have the opportunity to be contributors as the season goes on not just you know contributors but start to grow into playmakers i mean i, I think that the the pinnacle of, of of examples there is think about how demarcus lawrence's career started right he, he couldn't get on the field they couldn't consistently get him playing regularly and then by the end of that year he makes a huge play in the detroit game in the playoff forces a fumble ends the game and suddenly that kicks off him becoming a, a kind of an upper tier player in this league and that's what happens with a lot of these young guys right they yeah. they, they get more opportunities to, and, and listen we'll talk about it here in a second but i i that's my hope for kelvin joseph did he make some boneheaded moves did he give up a touchdown today yeah, absolutely. But he also almost got another pick himself. And I yeah. think that he, you know, I think that if guys like that get more opportunities to play and then can learn from it, um, you know, young guys like that, that's what they do. They develop or they or they drown. You know, they well, they, they sink or swim. It's basically your choice once they get let, in
0: there. Let's talk about the cornerback position. So, Anthony Brown left Sunday night's game. The fear is that he has a torn Achilles and that's mm-hmm. obviously going to put him out for the rest of the season. Jordan Lewis, their nickel corner already gone. For the rest of the season, with an injury, that means obviously more of Bland, more of Kelvin Joseph. I would expect Nation Wright to have a bigger role. I I don't know if you can expect those players to play as well as Brown or Lewis, but there can't be a big drop off, right? There can't be.
1: No, I mean, I think that's that's the key is that we got to find a way to, um, you know, just look, just. Brown was kind of struggling at times already at this point, um, specifically down the field. And teams were kind of keying on to that, and he was giving up passes down the field. You know, <clears throat> I, I think that where Brown had been playing really well is kind of in the middle and in, in short part part of the field. Completions may get made, but he'll make tackles short. Um, you know, he's been consistent in kind of denying the ball or at least being there. Uh, and, and and that's what I would ask of Kelvin Joseph. Like, look, I understand that you're still learning how to play the ball in the air down the field. Uh, you know, even on his touchdown, he was in good position. It wasn't like they burned him down the field. He was in good position. He got his head around. He just couldn't find the football. And honestly, that's where Anthony Brown is at this point. So mm. it, it, if if you can just kind of, you know, keep the the the, the drop off uh, minimal. We can find ways to try to you know, kind of counteract that loss. Hopefully, with pass rush. Yeah. Uh, and look, I mean, there there are there are pros and cons. I mean, look, Joseph has been um, has had problems with personal fouls and stuff like that. I, I think that's just you know, not. I, I think that's something that we you know will come become better at with time. Where I do have positives in his game is, like I said, I he think he finds his way to get in position. He has a lot of natural talent. He's a very physical player. Like when he's on the field, and you saw that one tackle where he saved the third down and and, and was able to make the tackle in the open field. I think that that's gonna that has its own value to it as well. So uh, I think he has traits. He, He hasn't shown it to us yet. But sometimes some of these guys take a little bit longer. To and sometimes
0: they just need to play a bunch. Like, yeah. it sounds crazy, but sometimes these guys, like once they p- know they're in for 45, 50 snaps a game, they just start playing they lock better. In
1: better. They lock you know? in. So
0: um, it's obviously going to be a loss. Let's, let's just be clear. Oh, Losing absolutely. Anthony Brown in this game, I know he hasn't been playing well this season, but there is a, a level of consistency absolutely. Uh, and absolutely. reliability that they're just yeah. going to miss.
1: Yeah, I mean look, I I'm certainly not to trying to to uh, uh downplay his losses. I mean it's it's huge. Uh the hope is that the Cowboys have a guy who you know, we haven't seen it yet, but but maybe it's this is the opportunity that he needs to kind of unlock it and really and really show something cuz look, Joseph has talent. Um sure. may, you know, may, so, you know a lot of talent. Maybe similar talent to Anthony Brown. I mean, there's a reason that Joseph Brown I mean uh, uh, Kelvin Joseph was a second round pick. And, and despite Anthony Brown was like 14 games in college. Yeah. I mean, and Anthony Brown was a fifth round pick you know, despite being a very fast and, and long armed cornerback. Uh, so, uh, and then, and that Anthony Brown has worked really hard to get where he's at. Uh, Kelvin Joseph, I think just needs an opportunity to kind of get in there and, and prove that he can do this. And, and like you said, you know, he's a young kid. Maybe it takes this challenge to kind of lock, have him lock in and really kind of recommit to what he's doing. Remember, he's still only a second year player. Yeah. It's not like, I mean, it
0: seems like he's been around for a long time, but he's pretty young. So we'll see. I think Bland's play tonight and actually throughout the season and all the way back to training camp has been encouraging. So it's going to be a new challenge for Dan Quinn to get those defensive backs right. Uh, one more thing on the defense, Lane. I just wanted yeah. your thoughts on the defensive tackles in this game because the Cowboys held uh, the, the Colts to 106 yards rushing on 30 carries, uh, 3.5 yards per, uh, per attempt. I thought they played pretty well.
1: Yeah, I mean, I Hankins specifically had a really nice tackle for loss, uh, and I saw uh, at least a couple other plays where Gallimore was, even if he wasn't making the tackle behind the line of scrimmage, he was pushing his man into the hole and, and making Taylor choose uh, a, a, another an alternate route other than where he's going. Um, yeah, I, I, I guess I, one thing that I kept on thinking in my mind over and over again. I know that this is not a a, a you know talk on talking Colts show. But what's happened to Quentin Nelson, man? I, I, is he injured to. or is he? I mean, it just feels like he's had a really rough year. And 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 the fact that the Cowboys were able to kind of push him back and push the guards back in general a little bit uh, bodes well for us. But was was honestly a little bit surprising considering who's who's playing for them. Yeah. All right. Let's talk
0: about the Cowboys' offense, which was a little bit of a mixed bag early. Yeah. Uh, but before we do that, we want to tell you this show is sponsored by Simply Safe. At Locked On Cowboys, we believe home should be where you and your family feel the safest, especially over the holidays. This season, give yourself and your family the gift of peace and protection with the number one rated home security system, Simply Safe. And right now, Simply Safe is offering Locked On Cowboys listeners 40% off a new security system. But don't put this off. They have absolutely fantastic HD security cameras uh, with crystal clear. Um, you know, where you can see it right on your phone. You can set up a monitor. It's it's absolutely perfect. They have a wide range of high tech sensors that are, I mean, just absolutely incredible. Uh, simply safe professional monitoring agents have you covered 24/7 all the time. You can also talk to a customer support staff. Uh, they have hazard sensors. Uh, they can alert you when a threat is real. And not just like a squirrel walking by a sensor or anything like that. Simply Safe was named the best home security system of 2022 by U.S. News & World Report, a third year in a row. Again, don't miss your chance to save big on our favorite security system. Get 40% off any new system at simplysafecom slash NFL today. That is is slash NFL. There is no safe like simply safe. All right, let's, let's talk about the Cowboys' offense. Um, yeah. Let's start with Dak. Dak had three touchdowns, one interception. I don't think he played all that well in this game, which is crazy considering the Cowboys scored 54 points. I think this is one of his worst games that we've seen him play over the last month or so.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think you you, you look at his uh, first half stats, and and he was at twelve of twenty for one hundred and fifteen yards, and he had already taken a five uh, a sack, and 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 he'd thrown an interception, and, and and had at least you know two other plays where you felt like he could have been picked, you know, and, yeah. and 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 you can we can go through the tape later, and we can talk about whether it was a wide receiver fall, and some of it was wide receiver falling down in route, and and and, and people losing their footing and, and timing getting off, but. Um, it just felt like he wasn't physically throwing the football very well. I, I am interested to kind of go back and get a good look at it because I don't feel like I kind of got a good, uh, uh, grip on it while the game was going on. But I, I, you know, kind of just comparing how, you know, accurate and how confidently he was throwing the football, uh, in the second half really is just like kind of shocking. Really, I think it was that, um, it was it was it was that that throw to Gallup that that, that you know that the first maybe it was the first touchdown that he scored I think mm-hmm. that really felt like the one that was kind of broke the ice a little bit with Dak and, bit. and then after yeah. that it felt like he was throwing the football a little bit better but before that he just it felt like it was you know coming out wide it was coming out high a little bit um, uh, I will also, also say the Colts did some very creative
0: things like on third down there was a third down it was a third and five and they put Stephon Gilmore on Dalton Schultz, and they doubled CeeDee Lamb with two linebackers, and they left the other two receivers one-on-one. And it kind of confused Dak. Like, okay, do I throw it to CeeDee with two linebackers on him? Do I throw against Gilmore? And I think he was just a little off balance. And the Colts have a pretty good defense. Like, they can Mm – the front four can get pressure. They've got, you know, an all-pro player in Stephon Gilmore. Just took Dak a little while to
1: to figure things out. That's what it. I mean, it just what it feels like. It is is like you know, uh, <clears throat> the tough part with uncommon opponents, you know, is that you, you you just don't you just don't know them as well, and and they you know they study you, and then they kind of come up with a with like a game script that uh, you know they think is you know obviously helps their strengths, but also exposes your weaknesses a little bit. And and I think for for you know an offense like Dak and 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 Kellen, it's you know they kind of almost t- are like taking it all in, right? And and like trying mm-hmm. to figure out, okay, this is what they're doing. And then once they kind of get a hold of exactly the kind of adjustments they need to make to make the plays that they are running work against your defense, you know, it, it takes a little bit. And sometimes the execution can be off, and and you know they'll get like a. It just felt like when they get when they get stalled, it's there's a holding call it, on you know on the thirty yard line going in, and, and that's what, really where I feel like the Cowboys have got to be better. Is like in that area um, from out just outside of the red zone to the fifty, where they just need to be better about consistently getting their way into the red zone because clearly they're a very good red zone offense. Oh yeah. Um, and 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 yeah. clearly they're a very a very good third down offense because it just feels like they get to the like the 20th yard line, they waste two plays, they finally find and this is like two weeks in a row that they've done this. It feels like they get into third and 10 or or more or whatever, and then they throw a touchdown to like, know. you know, CD know. Lamb on a crosser or or like to to to, you know, Schultz or whatever it is. So, you know, I I think that it's fantastic that they've been able to do that, and clearly it shows like the kind of talent that they have there. But you know, obviously they're not going to be able to live and die by that no, all the time. No. You know, it's 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 almost like a team that, um, you know, like the Vikings that like has has won so many close games. Like you can't rely on that or or think that that's going to happen every time. No, it's just so, not I, a stable
0: I, way to play football. Right? Yeah,
1: and the Cowboys have got to figure out a way to kind of. <sighs> filter out some of the plays or, or find a better set of plays in that just outside the red zone on, in the positive uh, game, you know, side of the field uh, that, that are like, you know, cause they are doing it every once in a while. I and mean, it felt like they were doing a lot better of that in the second half, obviously. But uh, you know, there was just too many times when they get on the other side of the field and they get, they, they get a penalty or they are, you know, they, they <laughs> throw a screen that loses five yards and now they're at second and 15, and they're having to, you know, they're in negative, uh, they're behind the script, they're behind the game script, they're behind the, I'm sorry, they're behind the the, the down and distance, and they can't seem to kind of recover. And, and, and what it takes is a Herculean play by CeeDee Lamb to roll over the defender or Dak to throw it into the end zone to, 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 to Schultz, and yes. that's just not like a reliable yep. way to win. Uh, We should talk about CD in this game. So (laughs) CD had
0: another typical CD game, seven targets, five receptions for 71 yards, a touchdown. Also two carries for 23 yards looked really good on both those rushing attempts, but on a third down and 10, they throw him a little shallow drag makes a ridiculous play scores a touchdown. And then later in the fourth quarter, when the game was still kind of in the balance yeah, same thing. They throw him a shallow drag. He makes a couple guys miss. They get the ball down to the it, two yard line, and then they throw That's the touchdown time. to Michael yeah. Gallup. Like yeah. anytime the Cowboys needed a big play, Ceedee Lamb delivered.
1: Yeah, he did. Uh, and 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 you know, it was they did a great job of kind of moving him all over the place and 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 getting him opportunities, and not and trying to make sure that Gilmore, you know, wasn't wasn't on him every single time, and and kind of getting the matchups they wanted. Yeah, I think that, like you mentioned, there were definitely times when uh, it felt like they uh, got a little bit wonky and they got they got looks that they weren't expecting. Um, but uh, it felt like, you know, they when they started to see what was working, they were spamming it a little bit. You know, they had that reverse that they ran two plays in a row uh, that they that both times, you know, was more than 10 plus yards. Um, they had, you know, several of that, that crosser that you mentioned, that kind of shallow cross that, that was like a, almost like a clearing out routes everywhere except for CD and then just get, dropping it underneath to him and having him make a play. And, and so <clears throat> it felt like once they kind of had a, a bead on what the Colts were trying to do to them, they figured out the weakness, and then they were yep. just hitting that over again, and, and there was not much they could do. The same thing with the toss. you know That, that toss play outside to Pollard was really hitting them, yep. and I think they did almost a very similar thing to Zeke that hit for a, a big gain as well. So, um, the, the running game, another thing well, we, we should talk about. Let's talk about, about the running know. game.
0: 34 carries <laughs> for two hundred and twenty-four or 220 yards, four touchdowns in this game. I
1: mean, <laughs> they were just mauling the Colts
0: on the ground in this one.
1: And that's the thing, right? Is that, you know, you and I kind of came up with the, um, uh, what are we calling it now? The, the Mosher McCool line or the yeah, M- sure. McCool Mosher line? Uh, I, I think the other kind of added element to this. Is that you know the Cowboys are giving up a lot of run yards? Uh, you know, kind of if you just look historically, the run defense may not be doing very well, kind of in the grand scheme of things. But the truth of the matter is, is that when they themselves are running for over like almost 170 yards a game or whatever their average is, it's yeah. like it's it, it doesn't really matter, right? Because they're yeah. kind of kind of neg- negating most of that. So. Um, I, I, yeah, I think the Cowboys. Obviously, you know, they, this was the first time I think Pollard actually technically got to start. Not that, that matters or anything. Um, but, By the way, but
0: the, we ha- we have some news on why that happened.
1: Well, uh, oh, let's hear it.
0: Ezekiel uh, Elliott had a disciplinary issue, and that's why he didn't start. Uh, and Jerry Jones clarified it was because like his cell phone kept going off in meetings, and he didn't silence his phone or something like that. Zeke, come on, man.
1: Uh, it's. I, I think we're all going to be okay. Um, yeah, but funny. I think yeah. I mean, it, I loved the balance. I tweeted it out at one point. I think at halftime they they had almost identical numbers. I felt like it was like eight for, thirty four well, yards, and, and 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 Pollard had a touchdown. It was just like, it was beautiful and well, it was it, really it, effective. And
0: what's, and what's funny is, so Pollard got the start in this game, and Zeke still had five more yeah. carries than he did.
1: Yeah, well, I mean, and it's it was, fine. It was also funny because at one point Pollard got the start. And then it was like, he had at one point, it was like four carries for six yards and Zeke had five carries for 20 yards. And I was like, Oh no, Oh no. They're going to flip this about round on us. They was going to start calling for more Zeke carries. It's it's yeah. I mean, it's, it just shows you kind of how, how much this, these games and, and the flow of it really dictates how, the success and how great it is to have both of these guys. And, and, and frankly, to have lamb to be able to do what he did and, and even Malik Davis looks I was really going to say, you're, you're missing
0: Malik Davis, who yeah.
1: every time he touches the ball
0: makes plays every I mean, single three,
1: time. He, he averaged almost 10 yards a carry on on three carries, so that's pretty impressive, including a
0: touchdown. So
1: yeah,
0: uh, Tony Pollard yeah. 12 carries for 91 yards, two touchdowns. Mm-hmm. Ezekiel Elliott, 17 for 77 in a touchdown. Malik Davis, three for 29 in a touchdown. That's not bad from your top three no, running backs. No, no, I, I think you'll take that.
1: Uh, later, this is going
0: to be a fun week. I, I can't wait to break the film down. I think this is going to be pretty enjoyable. We're going to answer your Twitter questions starting on Tuesday. So make sure that you send that in. Uh, we want to thank you for making Locked On Cowboys your first listen. For your next listen, check out the Locked On Sports Today podcast, the biggest stories of the day, plus instant reactions, big game recaps, and the take of the day available on the Odyssey app, YouTube, and wherever you get your podcasts all the same places that you download the lifetime Cowboys podcast. Again, we're going to be back all week videos, breaking down uh, this game, getting you ready for the Houston Texan game on Sunday. Boy, that's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, follow Yeesh. me on Twitter. Yeah, it's, it's, it's not, it's not tough one. Follow me on Twitter at McCoolBCB. I am at Marcus underscore Mosier. Enjoy your victory Monday. Yes. And we'll see you guys back here tomorrow.